stop. I punched, <laughs> I I punched a... myself and I started bleeding from my what, lip. You punched yourself? Look, I'm bleeding. Why, why did you punch yourself? I what are you talking about? I was just chilling here and it happened. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? What do you mean it you don't know happened. why you punched yourself? I'm injured. I can't eat the strawberries anymore. You have str Where do you get these? <coughs> oh my god, you're falling apart. <laughs> okay, don't. Now you're just biting your lip in a seductive way. <laughs> don't make that face. In my lip. Why did you do it? Uh, I don't Why know. did you do it? It happened. What do you mean it happened? Don't worry okay, about it. Walk me through. Don't step worry by about step. the past. I was, just, I was just there. I was just sitting here. And I punched myself on accident. I don't know what to tell you. Sounds like you punched. Oh, wait, there's a strawberry here. God damn it. Where are they coming from? God, I'm bleeding. You're just finding. I'm just a sheep, and you're the lion who bleeds. <laughs> I'm just the little lamb who follows the leader. You ever just punch yourself sometimes? No. Hey, buddy. Uh, hey, buddy. I don't. I, I have a question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would would you break your ankle for a bit? Break my ankle for a bit? No, no. Mm. I would do it. I thought you'd say yes. I thought you're more interesting. I don't. But I guess you are a little. Okay. Why? Why would you? <laughs> oh, I'm bleeding. You would break your ankle for a bit. I would break then? my ankle for a bit. If people laugh, why? You're. <laughs> I'm bleeding. I know. I don't hey, think buddy. we can. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you have any new new hobbies recently? Uh, any new any new uh hobbies that you've been doing recently? I feel like you want me to say a certain. Hey, thing. you didn't. You didn't answer the question. When no, uh, I've. Do, I, do I, you have any new, new hobbies? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think, I guess, I guess not. What? Why not? I'm just, I haven't had the time. I don't know. Do you have any new hobbies? Yeah. What's your new? Looking at maps. Mm-hmm. Any particular kind of map? Uh, topographical ones. Sounds like you don't really know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> you're into maps? Yeah. There's any any topographical map. I've just been looking at maps. <laughs> You've been looking at maps. Well, I can't read them, so like the next best thing is just looking at them. Do you mean you can't read, or you just don't understand how? I I I don't. I can't read a map. But you can read. Like I think so. English is easy for you. You think so? I would hope so. Yeah, I would too, bud. Your new hobby is <coughs> maps. Yes. But you don't know how to read maps. And I guess, do you do you have a map? Yeah, I do. It's over there. Okay. You, can I see it? Um... That's just a picture of a moose. Oh, it's backwards. Wow, you really don't know how maps work. Uh, okay. 
But you can read, right? So you can know what that says at the bottom. Well, it's kind of hard to understand the picture. You mean the map part of it? Yeah, I, I've just been kind of looking at it. Perfect. <laughs> Why are you laughing, dude? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, dude, do any impressions? Yeah, I've, I, I can do like a, I can do a really good Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, go ahead. Oh, Rick, come on. Stop drinking, man. Morty, let, let's go on an adventure. That's perfect. <laughs> that Rick is grim. <laughs> what do you mean? The eponymous Rick from the show. He already sort of has a... Yeah, he, all, he, he only knows one word. M Morty. <laughs> you bring... Morty some new layers of pain behind that voice morty morty no yeah that is that's something else that's rick well no it's not you know i know you think i don't know it sounds like you just ate a battery <laughs> i can also do harry potter oh boy i'd love to hear the harry potter actually yeah Could you my name's me? harry potter oh my god my name's harry potter <laughs> what the Fuck. That's pretty good, too. Wait, can I get it one more time? Boy, Wingardium Leviosa. Oh, my God. It's, I guess I haven't watched it in a while. He sounds a little different. No, that's how that's how he sounds in the, in the first movie. Okay. When he was younger? When he's a baby. He sounded more like an old man when he was in the first movie? Yeah, I, uh, I, I analyzed it. You analyzed it? Yeah, that's how I can do it so well. I can do Ronald Weasley, too. Why'd you call him Ronald? Hello, my name's Ronald Weasley. <laughs> Hello, give me my toffee. Oh my god. <laughs> What's his toffee? Why are you laughing, <laughs> dude? I just never remember. When does Ron... He, sa he says he says that in the first movie. He says he says he wants his toffee in the first movie? Yeah, he he gets candy in the first no, movie. No, he, he's like, it's my, it's my chocolate frog. That's supposed to be Ronald? <laughs> no, that's supposed to be Ron. That didn't sound like him. I would know. It, well, I've watched the movie. I can also do Brian Griffin. Wait, who is Brian? From Family Guy. Okay, uh, I'll need hey. to... Stewie, your uh, time time machine. What? 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 What did he say? He said he's he's always talking. <laughs> to, he's always talking to Stewie about his time machine. It sounds like he can't really <laughs> speak too clearly. Well, I, I haven't I haven't perfected that one yet, like the like the Rick and Morty one. So it's a work in progress. Yeah, because that one was so much better. He just said time machine. He couldn't even say a full sentence. <laughs> well, that's, he's always talking about his time machine with Stewie Griffin. Uh, yeah, you're, again, you're so formal. Yeah, because I'm not I'm not close with them yet. I don't know. Do you have anyone like that that I know or that I'd like? I can do an anime girl voice. Mm, okay, well, I maybe not. Yeah, I can't do it right now. What? I can't do it right now. What was that? There's a Something lot. Something came out. There's a lot of smoke out here. I can't do it right now. It's affecting my throat. A chew. 
You know, hit me with one more impression. G- give me anybody. I can, I can do anybody. I'd really like to hear the genie from Aladdin. <laughs> you ain't never had a friend like me. <laughs> Whoa. Robin? What? Is that you? <laughs> it's like he's <laughs> in fla- the room with me. You flatter me too much. <laughs> what is wrong? <laughs> it sounds a little bit... I don't know. It just sounds like he's... <laughs> no, it sounds like everybody you try and impersonate is always in pain. It's like they don't want you to impersonate them. I, I can do a mean Will Smith too. Okay. Hey. Oh. Uh, hey. He's a little bit ragged. I don't want to meet this this Will Smith <laughs> emotionally disjunct Will Smith. Hey. So you know I've been working at the farm. No. Right? You know, I, I don't know that. Well, I got a job. At, mm. My middle-aged co-worker stole my shirt. Huh? Basically, I've been having to wake up at 6 o'clock for the past however long. You know, then I'll get into the farm and I'll go into like our, uh, I guess it's like a break room. I'll put my little, I'll put my lunchie down. And the and animals. I'll yeah, I've told you we it's a vegetable farm. I've told you this, right? Oh. The shirt is what matters, okay? I like this shirt a lot. It's a it's a green. You like seeing me wear this shirt, right? Mm. Yeah, okay. It's a you like it. It's a green and it's nice. It's like warm. Um it's kind of all you need. It's Monday morning, so I'm not really expecting anything. I kind of just figure this is a clean slate of a week. I get into the break room to set down my water bottle and my lunch and, you know. This uh, sounds like I can't say it. What do you mean? I don't think I'm, I'm allowed to say it. What are you talking about? What do you, what yeah, do you but it sounds like you are. are you, <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> okay, so I told you about the shirt. It's nice. It's green. That's like the most important thing about it is it's nice and green. To be honest with you, I didn't even know it was missing until Monday. So this is kind of a rude awakening for me. Like literally, I awoke on a Monday expecting it to be a fine day. And then I get to work and suddenly my uh, I, re- I uh, realized that I don't have a shirt anymore. I know this because I wasn't wearing it when I got there, but... The second I put my stuff down and turn around, I, I see my uh, coworker. Uh, she's sort of, um, I don't know how to say it. She? Yeah. I'm fading away. What? So, uh, basically, she's been, um, you're not, not necessarily the most amicable character. I mean, she is older. I I'm I don't know ages. I'm not good with that. So uh, like I I don't know. Like they, they all look the same to me basically. For whatever reason, in the past, sometimes she's like fine and but then sometimes like someone will talk to her and then she'll just sort of like glare and then a cold shoulder and then a walk away. Um Ooh. yeah. I walk into the break room, she comes up behind me and then she says like, "Now that I'm thinking about it, Maybe like too cheery of a tone, like that she was almost gloating. Because what I find out is she says, 
good morning. Like, maybe you could do your impression. Like, can you give me an impression of, like, a 40-year-old woman? Good morning. So exactly like that. And and, I, and I'm and i a little bit surprised and I turn around and I'm about to say good morning when suddenly it's like I'm, I'm alert and I'm awake because everything hits me at once and I see she's wearing my shirt. Well, oh, hold on. I will admit the first thought that came across my mind, thief. It's sort of like there's like a little man in my head that just yells thief. Then I immediately I I, I have to I start I start thinking of and I turn around because I have to like calculate now. So I uh, I still haven't said good morning yet, by the way, because I've been shocked by seeing her wearing my I mean, what what are you going to do? You see, imagine this. You go to school. It's like your first class of the day, your first shift of the day, and you walk in and then someone else walks in, says good morning in sort of a really happy way and is wearing your shirt. And you're like, I'd punch him. No. Yes, I would punch that person unless it were my significant other. Well, you punched yourself. So I guess <laughs> I'm beside myself. I don't know what to do because it's like uh, my, my mind's going a million miles a minute. And so I turn That's around that fast. Whatever. I turn around and I start trying to think. And so, like, you know, the first thought I had was, yeah, okay, so she stole my jacket. Like, what am I going to do? And then I'm like, okay, so do I say something? It's like, what are you going to say about that? Like, she just comes in wearing your shirt and then you're going to have to say, hey, take that off. That's mine. <laughs> give that give that back to me. Is Like, I, it's like... Do sounds exactly you, right. What? That sounds exactly right. It's like, or do you say like, I mean, there's like a bunch of different ways to say it. Like, I could say like. You've got to assert your dominance. What? Are you okay? You've got to assert your dominance in front of them. Is your, you sound broken. I don't know if it's just like. Hello? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh. I do a double take and she's wearing it. And then I look again and yeah, I was, you know, I'm not wrong. She's wearing it. Is it a, is it a work shirt or did you bring it in that day? Like, what do you mean a work shirt? Like, did you, is it in your locker in the barn or did you bring it from home on Monday and it was on your backpack and she stole it? That's the thing is I didn't bring it Monday, which is why also I was really confused. I definitely know I wore it the week before. So maybe I'm thinking I went home on Thursday, but it got too hot and I just like accidentally left it on the table or something in the break room or something like that or on my chair in the break room. But it's not a work shirt. Like the shirt is, um, it's an H&M. Mm. Like, does that make you unhappy? You don't like H&M? H&M's a little low end for me. Oh, you got only go I'm, for the- I'm more of a Balenciaga kind of guy. And that shirt you're wearing now, what brand is that? This is it's uh, a- It's just a guy holding a burger? You could say that. It's a bar product. I'm thinking through all these different possibilities of what this could mean. <laughs> like what this could mean for me in the world and what I could or should say. Do I just say, you you took my shirt? 
that sounds like it's not going to end well. Because, you know, I've already described that she's been a little bit standoffish. This isn't like coming in and seeing your friend wearing your shirt accidentally. But has she been hostile towards you? Or is it just an acquaintance? No, no, it's 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 not just an acquaintance. Like, if it was just an So it's a hostile environment. <laughs> I would say at this point, it's a hostile environment. Like, what would you say this is hostile if... Let's, okay, you know... I think it's time for a little bit of role play replay. Oh, yeah, it's back. It's back. Okay, you'll be you be me. Be, be a normal person. Be your normal. All right, just a okay. normal. <coughs> I regret this already. Ready. I, I'm gonna be her. Let's give her a name. Anonymity, D- darling. No, <laughs> I said that without thinking. That's not a good name. Let's just call her Tom, Tom. Amir. We'll shorten it to Om. Um. It's just a simple name, Om. Is that that doesn't sound like a name? Is that a name? No, that's a unit of Tom. measurement. Tom. Let's call her Tom. Sounds like her her name might be Tamara. No, I'm Tom, the workplace acquaintance, and you're just a normal guy, okay? Or you could be a girl. I don't really care. You can be whoever you want to be. I'm uh, I'm stretching by the the barn lockers with my lunch pail. I'm just gonna walk up, and I set like my backpack down on, on the ground, and yeah, you just and so you're just stretching there. And at this point, I would probably give you like a look. And I, I make make sure to make eye contact. Okay, so like I give you a fierce look, and then what what would you do at that point? I would look away ninety degrees, and then uh, I would turn away, pick up my backpack, and then walk away, like leave the area. Go and and then you know what would happen is my boss would or your boss would come. So now here's another person in the scene. Hey, it's it's me, Jerry. Uh, oh, shoot, what's your name again? Sorry, uh, all these new hires. I'm Nicholas. Oh, Nicholas. You yeah, can call sorry me Nico. about that. Forgetting like your name. That. That's a hi, Nico. That's weird. Where's Where's Tom? Uh, sorry, it's it's just it's you uh, know uh, everybody else is here and and you know it's you know five minutes past. Yeah, I think she. She went that way, but it kind of huh. looked like to me that she might have been leaving work. She w- she just left work like that? What Did you do anything? Uh, to, did she say I, anything to you? I don't know. She kind of stared me down and huh. I couldn't, now, isn't that strange? couldn't do much. So uh, Yeah, right. Of course. That's reasonable. She might be gone. She might be milking the cows. Yeah, and at that point, you'd actually see her. <laughs> And she's wow, gone. That was good. Thank you. Yeah, she's uh, driven away. And I'm not exaggerating. There was literally a time where she just like walked in. Like it wasn't at the beginning. We still had, like half an hour of work left, and we were finishing up our work. And she just sort of walked up to me, handed me the bin of vegetables that she was working on, and said, "Did she say anything?" Uh. Something to the effect of "I'm done, good goodbye." I thought maybe she was just going to the bathroom or something. And then later on, 
everybody was like, oh, what happened to Tom? She left. She just decided today she was gone. Mm. I'll give you one more example of like, Uh. I think this really sets the tone of how the workplace is endangered by her presence a little bit. And I feel bad because like. Oh, you don't know what she could be going through. She could be going. Yeah, exactly. But I think this emphasizes it because there are many times where we try to like interact with her but uh she she won't have any of it here's like one example it was like the middle of the week or maybe near the end like a thursday so like the middle of the end of the week we're all eating lunch at that point and uh you mean she she got to work on the lunch break or the sun all day we were all taking like lunch at like slightly different times. You or something. guys were already on your lunch break, hands. and then she showed up later. She uh, so she like walked in. There's one guy at work who's sort of been there for a while. Like he's he's around our age, but he's just like been there enough time that he's just like he's like the de facto leader of the employees. Like he's the he's the king employee, where he's sort of just he's the head greaser. Like at least the head. He's the sli- slicked back hair, nice golden chains, maybe like a cheap imitation Rolex, and he's always got that that piece of wheat in his mouth that he's rolling around. And just a little. And you walk up to him. What does he do? Hey, partner. And then even maybe a tip of his hat. I see. I see. A good guy. He's been there in the thick of it for all of us. He sees Tom come in and we're all already eating. And he's like, oh, Tom, you made it. Sweet. Come eat with us. We're all here. And it's just like the, you know, at that point, it was four of us, uh, not including Tom, that were working that day. And so it was just four of us. There's plenty of room in the break room. We could sit like six people. (laughs) We all just had our, our lunch out, our lunches out. I don't think I even had mine out yet. I was like still like getting mine out. And she walks in. Someone else also says, hi, hey, Tom, how's it going? And uh, she says nothing, just stone silence. And that makes it a little bit awkward. Hmm. I would call it introversion. Just you wait. So already the warmth is starting to turn into a little bit of frigid from that cold shoulder. Uh she sort of like keeps walking and the way that the break room is actually laid out, she has to actually walk around everybody. She has to like scooch behind the table where everybody's sitting to grab her stuff on the other side. And meanwhile, the the the, the nice guy with the cowboy hat, yeah, come on, come on, Tom, sit with us, have, have lunch with us. Nothing. Radio silence. At this point, people start to pick up on something like – Suddenly, everybody's thinking like, oh, no, did, did Tom go deaf? We need to help our guy reach her. We need to everybody shout at once. Everybody speak in unison to, to <laughs> let Tom know that we we can see her. Literally, everybody in the break room is like up in arms. And they're all, oh, Tom, Tom hey, Tom, Tom. Oh, and this whole time, God. she's picking up her lunch, starts scooting out back. I saw her dude turn her head. So that she's looking away from us like she's specifically trying to just we didn't do anything. We've been like we've been working together all day at this point up until lunch like nothing no issues here. And like she was happy and fine the rest of the the, the for the whole day having a conversation with people at times and she just leaves and she got bad news i mean i guess it's a possibility but i don't know it just seems like there's been so many instances (laughs) of that 
you know, I don't think she's getting bad news every day of the week. It's a little bit concerning. Well, how how often would you say these bouts of anger happen? <laughs> um, <laughs> you're you're sort of characterizing her as this like unsturdy like animal, <laughs> this unwieldy she is an horse that's sort of pony. having a. Well, okay, it was sort of like happening throughout the week and then one day she was being really angry with the vegetables other than that it's just like every once in a while we'll say something and it'll be like it sets her off and to, to this day she won't eat lunch with us like i've had times where she'll like have a full conversation with me or a friend and then we'll get into the break room and then all of a sudden she's like looking down she's looking away I gotta get out of here. She's plotting something. Maybe. Maybe she was plotting to get the jacket. Oh my god, I just realized something. Ooh. You know how I just described that break room situation? And how she would like never, she'd never talk to us in the break room or eat with us in the break room? Ooh. Maybe she's upset because she's plotting to get the shirt. And then, you know, the one time she does speak to me in the break room is that morning when she finally has the shirt. That's been her goal this whole time. I don't know. You know, she's she's like a bit of a fickle. That's why, you know, I can't just say, hey, that's my shirt you you got on. How is she going to respond to that? What if she just doesn't even say anything? And I messed up my one opportunity to get my shirt back. I might as well start saving up for a new shirt. Do I try and like make it a little bit more sly and be like, oh, where'd you get that shirt? What if she just starts, you know, lying? She just makes up that she got it. Um, I don't know. It's like, oh, I just bought it. So basically, I, I'm thinking about it for a little bit too long, and she's already gone. She's left the break room. So I pack all my stuff away, and I'm like, fuck. At this point, you know, the shirt's not the most expensive thing, but... You got an emotional attachment. I liked that shirt. I had it for, like, probably three years at this point. You and that shirt? Are like boy and dog. A boy and dog are mate. Maybe we shouldn't this time. Okay, this needs to stop. What's going on? There's crazy music and you're making noises that shouldn't be possible. And ever since that thing started coming around, you've been acting erratically. It's getting worse. Not a dog doing this. I'm. I've been trying to swim away. What? I thought... I wanted to leave. But every time I try, I ended up back here. You tried to leave me? No! I was trying to leave this boat. This place, Nico. It's like a loop. There's no way home. No. No! I'm not finished! Why didn't you tell me? Well, I've been trying! But half the time you don't listen to me, and the other half you're in the pod. So now you know. And there's no way out. Yeah. Well, at least you're back. I'm now separated. I don't even have the option to say anything to her, because we're sort of on different locations on the farm. For now, until like lunch, presumably, I have no other option to talk to her. So I'm just like doing my work all this time for like three or four hours, you know, just constantly thinking about my shirt. Luckily, I think my instincts 
were right in the beginning. You know, I did a double take when I saw she had my shirt because basically I gave myself plausible deniability, you know, trying to avoid interaction with her as much as possible. Imagine this. If I was talking to her, having like a morning conversation with her, I would have clearly seen that she's wearing my shirt. And so my opportunity to say something and speak out would have had to be in that moment. I don't want that pressure. So I sort of gave myself a bit of a buffer where I can basically pretend I didn't see anything yet, but then maybe later down the line, I can uh, strike when the opportunity arises. You know, maybe she puts it down and I just like take it or something. Or, or she, she puts it down and I say, oh, that looks a little bit familiar. And then like go to my colleagues and say, doesn't that look like, is that, is that my shirt there? Do you, do you see? Sorry, I don't have my contacts in or anything. And then mm. they can sort of be like, oh, I yeah, that looks like your shirt. All right. And then maybe that'll like convince her to confess to her crime. Yeah. Give up the little spree. That's all sort of could be thrown out the window because if I confront her at the end of the day and I say, like, you took my shirt, she'd be like, what do you mean? You saw me wearing this in the morning. It's like, why didn't you say anything then? You missed your chance, bud. And then she'll, you know, drive off with my shirt and I then I have to get a new shirt. That's unacceptable. I've at least created like a little bit of plausible deniability for myself. So I'm going through like every possibility in my head. Jesus. You know, after thinking about it for so long and I think I'm in the heat and I start to doubt myself and I'm thinking, well, there's like about a 10% chance that's not my shirt. It's almost a, a Schrodinger shirt, an unlikely chance that at that moment, my shirt was at home and she had bought an identical shirt from H&M three years ago. But then again, I did see her wearing it and it looked a little small on her. So then that sort of got me thinking in the other direction is probably my shirt, right? I don't see how she would buy a, a, a size smaller if she went to H&M. And that part sort of made me a little bit angry too. Because so like now I'm going through the whole gambit of emotions and I guess I'm at anger now because then I'm thinking, you know, who does she think who she you is? Think you she are, sees a I shirt am. just sitting there and just like decides to to take it like it's hers. Like that's clearly someone else. Like who else is going to have a shirt there? That's unreasonable. Like it's definitely an employee's. And then above all that, you're going to put on a shirt that's like a size too small. That's probably not going to be that comfortable. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, it's the summer. What if it was she was just cold? She was she was putting it on in the morning because it was cold and she just wanted to have like an extra layer on. The problem is she already had a hoodie on. <laughs> she was she was wearing my shirt over the hoodie. The amount of disgrace at that point <laughs> it, it's too <laughs> small. You're wearing it over a hoodie. I mean, I'm just getting I'm getting heated just talking about it again here. Then I start to get to uh, the depression layer, which is also the title of my autobiography. And that's when I start to think, I'm never getting this shirt back. You were in the stages of grief. What, what comes after anger? Because I was definitely anger. angry at that point. I don't know. It's something like rejection. Rejection? Then depression. 
then depression, then exception. So I guess I was angry, then I rejected the idea... That it happened? No, I rejected the anger, because I was like, no, it's it's got to be my shirt. And then I did get a little bit sad, because I was pretty much thinking, you know, it's a lost cause. I'm never going <coughs> to... If I'm going to do something, it has to happen today. Because that's when I realized, if she goes home with this shirt, who knows when she'll wear it again, if ever. It's the summer, so we're rarely wearing warm clothes anyways. But even if it was cold, it could be like three rotations from now before she wears that specific shirt. She could be wearing two hoodies this time. Yeah, she'll, this woman doesn't care. She'll wear, like, she'll wear five hoodies. Am I supposed to say, hey, uh, you took a shirt two months ago and then took it home and I never got it back. She's going to think I'm crazy. And that's when she turns around on you. Yeah, and she's going to like start accusing me of like insanity, wanting to steal her shirt. She's basically had it longer than I have at that point. And that's don't want that in my life. So I've basically I've hit acceptance. Exception. I'm going to have to confront her. And I figured out what I'm going to say. I went through it in my head, and this is what I come up, can't come up with. Tell me if you think this is good. So you're Tom, and I'd come up and i say, <clears throat> let me just, sorry, I'm a little nervous. Um, I'm strutting around with my new green flannel on. Yeah, strutting around like really smug with the shirt. <clears throat> oh, oh, is that my shirt? Huh? I think that's, uh, I think that's my shirt. I found this in the, you... in the break room this morning. Oh, yeah. I think I left that there. Uh, finders keepers. And that is my worst nightmare. Just strutting away with my shirt. And that's when you fall to your knees in agony. I fall to my knees and I cry and your up. your boss and your, your big head honcho gangsta boy come over to console you while they watch Tom walk back to her new red Ferrari that she just stole and drive off into the distance. Yeah, I mean, she could be stealing anything. If she's going to steal a colleague's shirt right from under their nose... There's no limit. And also wear it on top of a hoodie, there's no limit to what this woman won't do. I don't know. What do you think about that phrasing? I think it's it's a good... It's not too confrontational. That's what you should aim for. You stole my shirt. Especially with these volatile characters, you must play your cards right. Yeah, if I just say, where'd you get that shirt? It almost seems like, oh, I just want to know the brand. I think you diffused the situation very well. Well, I didn't diffuse it quite yet because I get to lunch and I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I've been like thinking this through. And then I get into the main barn. Where the animals are. No, I, you know, I'll take a lot. But calling me an animal, you know, I just won't stand for the name calling. So she, I basically, I go in there and she's not there. I go around, I, I ask my boss and that day they needed extra help at the other farm. So she actually had to drive out to the other farm. Yeesh. You can imagine that this shattered my entire plan. This restarts your whole five stages of grief again. Yeah, because I was distraught. Basically, at this point, I had I had to bring it up to my colleagues and I had to ask, you know, what they thought. And one of them uh, first offered, okay, she went to the other farm, but she took like the truck. So she still has her car here. So she has to come back at some point. We don't know when, but at some point she has to come back. But then my, f um, my friend at the farm suggested um, 
and I'll, I'll name her Cat. Knew they were animals. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Suggested, oh, I'll just like talk to her when she comes back and I'll say, isn't that Nico's shirt that you have on? Which I was really tempted by, I'll be honest. But then I thought like, oh, it just, it didn't feel right. You know, it didn't feel right to like, it sort of was my burden to bear. That was your load to blow. I, oh. They're asking me questions about it, like, oh, why didn't you say something earlier? And then I explain, you know, I explained that I was, you know, I was afraid of what would happen. And they're saying, like, she's not just gonna keep it. Well, the fact the fact that she even wore it in the first place is it gives you reason to believe that she would do that. And that's exactly what I told them. I mean, they seem to think that this was almost par for the course. They're like, oh yeah, but you know, I saw a shirt, I'd I'd wear it. And then I'm thinking, this is crazy. These people have no rules. You just see a shirt and you just take it. That's a native Portlandia thing, I guess. Go, what do you go into? Go into someone's home and they have a coat rack and you just decide to take one. You put on a little scarf and a cap and then you just leave. <laughs> oh, I didn't see you wearing it. Maybe you left it there. It's like, well, yeah, I, I left it there, but it's still mine. And so then I was getting the suggestion. Like if Tom gets back to the farm late and you can't confront her, then what you got to do is send a group text and say, hey, I've been missing this shirt. Has anybody seen it? I don't know. It's green. And then maybe put a picture. At first, people were a little bit confused about the shirt because they don't remember seeing me in this shirt. You know, this goes back to like the whole like stages of grief because now – they're almost saying, like, I don't remember you wearing this shirt ever. And then that gets me a little bit angry, okay? It gets me a little bit angry that they don't remember me wearing this shirt. And I say, I wear this shirt maybe, like, uh, once every two weeks. That's frequent enough for someone to remember me wearing this shirt. And so I start going, trying to find a picture for evidence, for proof. I'm going through my phone looking for a photo of me in this shirt, and I can't find one. Jesus, you got you got what's it called? Trick you into into do something or you when it did. Okay. They're giving me all these suggestions and now I'm starting to doubt myself. What's is that the is that the stage of grief? Uh yeah, it's it's some it's something like that. Or I don't what is know. it called? I don't Rejection? Know. Exception. Like maybe I've just th- this whole time this shirt hasn't been mine. It's been hers. I'm the crazy one. I'm the thief trying to steal her shirt the victim is becoming the the loser to the victor who is the thief who is not the victim exactly they are the perpetrator basically i'm becoming disillusioned in myself after thinking that i'm actually committing some sort of memory fraud convincing myself that this shirt has been mine this whole time when in reality it's been hers all along but then i start you know i i come out of that and i start thinking of other solutions to this and one of the ideas i have i'll admit it one of the more conniving and weasley ideas i have is i'll just take some of her clothes and start wearing it around like i'll just go into the break room and like take her hat or something and just start you were gonna stoop that low i was gonna you were gonna gonna stoop to her level in that way i don't know try and convince can 
convince her to to make a trade. If she sees me wearing her hat and asks me about it, then I'll maybe suggest that she give me back my shirt. But then I pretty quickly dismissed that because that's crazy. So I just decide to wait. The day passes and it's about 10 minutes before work's over. And I see the truck start to pull up. So it's got to be her because she took the truck out. And I'm still packing some stuff away like for the farm. So I'm not really I, I still have some work to do. So I'm just hoping in my heart of hearts that she's going to stay there long enough for me to finish my work and then also confront her, even though I don't know, I don't want to confront her at this point. Part of me has enough pride that I will do anything to get this shirt back at this point. But then also part of me is afraid that she'll just somehow refuse to give me my shirt. But I, I just hope that she doesn't leave. And I'm waiting trying to get my work done as quickly as possible and eventually finish and come out to the area in front of the break room. And that's where I see her bag sitting on a bench. The shirt is folded and tucked away in her purse. She was going to steal it. Because my suspicion was, yeah, she was planning on just being this this shirt thief, this this thread thief. But no one, no one believed you. Yeah, she and and everybody, right. she was your only ally. Yeah, you were other vindicated pe- that day. Even though I said, you know, she was already wearing a hoodie, they're thinking, oh, she just wanted to be, you know, warm in the morning. She was just borrowing it. She's gonna put it back in the break room, which is still crazy to me because, you know, why would you take someone's shirt? But either way, she wasn't planning on borrowing it. She didn't put it back in the break room. She folded it up in a neat little package and snuck it into her purse. At this moment, I'm going into fight or flight over my shirt. Like my primal brain has been engaged and a part of me does think, well, you got like two paths in front of you. I can either run up and just take the shirt. And it's like, that would solve things. Well, I don't think it would would solve some things. I would have my shirt back. It would solve things until Tom messages the group chat looking for a missing green flannel. Yeah, but no. So either I just take the shirt and then no one's the wiser. It wasn't her shirt. Like, it's my shirt. Of course, Like, I'm in full. I think I am in the right. If if someone took my shirt and had it in their bag and I took it from their bag, it's like, it's mine. I can steal it if it's mine. She probably would notice that it wasn't there. But, you know, what does she care? It's not her shirt. She can't be that mad about miraculously losing a shirt that she didn't even own in the first place. But then that could backfire. So what I maybe should do is just basically wait around. I'm loitering around her purse until she comes out. And then I snap like I ensnare her like a trap, which I guess is what I ended up doing. I was just like sort of loitering, walking around. Keeping an eye, keeping one eye on that shirt. I was at a bit of a distance because I was giving it this 100-yard stare. And then I see her come out and she says bye to our boss. And so I know, okay, this has got to be my time. This is make it or break it. And so I sort of start walking up to her as she's walking away. And (laughs) this is the point when I realize that my plan has gone (laughs) horribly wrong, that this is almost the worst case scenario because she's already like 
walking away. And it's like, I'm going to start like trying to have a confrontation with her when she's trying to go home. And so what I do, I'm speed walking, closing in on her. And I start like reaching out for my shirt. Like I would just like instinctively, I'm sort of like, you know, almost like I'm going to tap her on the shoulder, but I just like sort of grab my shirt and give it a little tug. You're like a little baby. Yeah. Like a little child, almost like I'm going to take it, but I don't, I'm just sort of tugging on it. Like I want it. And, uh, she like sort of turns around and at the same time I say, Oh, is that my shirt? (laughs) (laughs) And then she says, I don't know. Is it? And, uh, then at that point I'm sort of a little bit baffled and we were like both stopped in the middle of this huge gravel path, like two duelists at high noon, me still gingerly clutching the shirt with my four fingers. So she says, um, I don't know, is it? And then I say, yeah, yeah, it is. Like basically just be like, it's my shirt. Can I have it? <laughs> and then she says, oh, I thought it was a child's shirt. Ooh. <laughs> Which <laughs> really. Well, then why did she put it on? It really hits me to my core. And it sounds weirder when I say that without giving the context that this isn't just like a private farm. There's like also a community garden where there are children. So to well, some none extent, of this doesn't it makes make sense. sense. She puts on a flannel right. that she thinks is a child's. <laughs> Yeah. That was left there by a child. Yeah. So why would she put it on? <laughs> yeah. And, w- and w- remember when I talked about it being too small? I guess apparently <laughs> I'm about the size of your average child. Because yeah, your average 5'8", five, 5-year-old. Five oh, 5'6". Like oh, that. my bad. I thought you were only a little shorter than me. <sighs> Either way, you know, my... Pride's already been hurt once today, but (laughs) you know, yeah, basically she manages to both confound me and insult me in one move. I think she checkmated you. Yeah, I guess she kind of did. I think it was either. Every every move I made. She had a plan. She didn't have a plan for me grabbing the shirt. No, but but she had a plan for, for the two outcomes. She had a plan for if you took the shirt back. And she had a plan for if you never got the shirt. If you never get the shirt, she wins. Wait, what do you what do you mean it works out for her in either case? Because like, there's there's two cases. Can you elaborate? She gets the shirt and she doesn't get the shirt. If she gets the shirt, she wins. That's just obvious. Like she because she wants the shirt, even though yeah. it's a shot a child's shirt, or maybe that's a lie. I she I think she lied to you. I think she knew it was yours. She would covet it. She, and she beat you. She would if she got the shirt. That means she beats you. She wins. Yeah. But if she, she doesn't get the shirt. shirt, if you do confront her about it, then she's already figured out ways to insult you in order to break your spirit as you take it back. Yeah, she has material prepared. So in either case, she's already won. You're right. This is all just a vendetta against you for some odd reason. We talked about that she's been sort of plotting this insidiously under the surface throughout you know her whole time here that's why she's been so relentlessly cold because she's been planning this attack against you specifically i guess against me i was apparently i did something and then the one time she finally like greets me 
with happiness is when she's sort of seemingly gloating. And that's because she knows that she's already won. Because she has it all planned out. The only thing you could have done, I don't think you could have done anything better. <coughs> the only thing you could have done is just not at any point have her get the shirt, which you couldn't have known would have happened. The only way I could have won is by like having the shirt locked in a in a safe around my belt. She must have waited for the specific opportunity of me leaving the shirt. Because, you know, I bet it happened multiple well, times where I was, like, wearing the shirt, maybe took it off during the day, but well, then, you know, brought it home with me. Or, so, or, like, maybe I just wore it the whole day and then brought it home. Well, but then this scenario gave her enough time where she could sort of steal it away in her little pouch. And then that's where you lose. Yeah, I guess she sort of won in the end. But I did get my shirt back. Cause, so after she said, um, she did say, oh, I thought it was a child's. But then after she said that, I did get it back. She, she said it in a way where it was like, oh, I thought it was a child's. Oh, you can have that. It's only for a child after all. Unfortunately, I think that's probably the best case for you. I think for her, it's a, it's not a win-win. It's like a win neutral for her. She loses a shirt, but she insults you in the process. Whereas for you, you get the shirt back, but you're also insulted. Anything you say, she can respond. Oh, I thought it was a child. Played me like a fiddle. <laughs> I got my shirt and we parted as the sun was setting behind us. And, you know, even though it was about 83 at the time, I, put on the flannel just to feel the victory. And I wore it with pride. And I was like wearing this flannel and I stepped out into the light to leave for the day. And it felt like freedom. And then that's when you felt that it might have been two sizes too small. <laughs> it is it a little tight. A, and it was a child's <laughs> flannel. That it was. <laughs> that's my Scooby-Doo. <laughs> You and me lost and found a hope, a dream, or a curse.